0: What's up guys today is episode today is not episode. I fucked that up. Wow. Good today is Wednesday, Rookie. September 21st episode 56. We have everyone in studio but Ralph we got Eli on the uh, deucer beat today. So myself, Nikki Q, Eli and Jared um episode 56 like i said and we are going to start where we always do office talk our boy Nikki q has some stats he wants to uh deliver bro the queen has retired from life the permanent retire the permanent retired man yeah, out of
1: all fashion.
2: what what a gal hall of famer um 70 years on the throne it's crazy that we looked at history books on on monarch monarchies and stuff uh Throughout, throughout the uh, times and se- they didn't
3: teach you about apartheid until <laughs> so you're in like 12th grade <laughs> yeah
2: that too um Why'd they wait so long 70 years on the throne longest serving monarch in british history it's cool to see history uh actually happening in front of our eyes um 56 countries believe in her but the one thing that really stood out to me is she has had at least 30 corgis
3: all the dogs
2: Yeah, all descendants of her very first corgi ever,
0: Susan. So
2: just like the monarchy, a lot
0: breeding them, right?
2: Yeah, just like the monarchy, a lot of interbreeding between royalty and stuff. We've had thirty corgis coming from Susan, and that just blows my mind. The main corgi, Susan, her first ever corgi. They're all descendants of Susan. That's so British. Her first ever corgi. What an adult
1: name for a corgi, dude! That's so British.
2: Yeah, man! Shout out to the uh, Queen. Shout out to colonialism. And um, what? Here, Bro, here what we go. Wait, what other <laughs> stats? Do you, was that the only stat? That was the one I wanted to talk about. Thirty corgis. But <laughs> I thought you were really, just going
0: to list some stats. That was it.
2: Yeah, I got a ton of other stats, but they're just like irrelevant. All
0: right, let's hear one more. Let's. I just. I feel like we we she, deserve one more yeah, stat. She's it's met. Plural.
2: She's met over one third of the entire British population personally.
0: I would hope so. Like shook their hand, shook their hand. Public servant. I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't believe that. But For Susan, one goddamn second, that's some British. Susan's propaganda. got thirty
3: corgis, man, under that's her wild. Un, under her uh, dog wings. Not sure who's worse, her or Susie Lannister or whatever her name is. <laughs> Susie, <laughs> Susie, basically so, the same little thing little at this point. There, but all right,
0: that was Queen Talk, brought to you by Nikki Q. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Queen Talk, baby. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Slay it,
3: Queen. 76, 18, 12. What do you know about it?
0: Okay, uh, next up, we did have a. An unreal email. I saw this email and I couldn't believe it was typed out and sent to a company Um, if someone wants to uh, talk
3: about it. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, thanks for sending that one in. Um, I guess I'm the only one egregious enough to, to run through the details of this. Well, if we ever become a CEO of anything, guys, I mean, I know, we're, I know, we have like a, like a zero point zero four percent chance of that. Hey, right I think now, I got it you in Never me. know,
1: ain't right that evil? Hey,
3: people hit he people hit crazy parlays. We see it all the time, so you never know. But if we are a CEO, we probably should never get down with like one of our employees and then marry the same, then, then marry another employee on the on the floor without the other employee knowing about it or. Just getting in any type of entanglement what? with employees. I feel is like that should be a general general
0: rule with CEOs is to just not fuck your employees.
3: Yeah, I feel
0: like that's uh that's pretty understandable.
3: Dude, you you probably have a passport. If you're CEO, you're probably vaccinated. Just go to Canada for the weekend. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to be doing things like that. And you know, and here's the big reason why. If you do Someone might be crazy enough or you just might be enough of an asshole to, like, you know, get your little pee-pee tagged in a photo and sent out to the whole company. Like, who knows? Um, That's why. Wait, give uh, us us an
0: employee count. Can you imagine? What's the employee count of this uh, alleged company?
3: Uh, uh, We do not know. We do not know. Because I was going to
0: say, I mean – if it's a bigger company, you could maybe get away with it. You're making your shareholders a lot of money, or whatever. But a small company where everyone knows each other's family, yeah, like that's wild. That's wild, so, bro. What are you doing? So, I, as
2: Will Smith would say, what's the entanglement here? Um, what, what happen you? happened with I the just CEO? Told you what happened? so, yeah, so he, just so, told us so what he was. Oh. <laughs> so he
3: married a coworker. I think he not like and was sleeping with another for the email. They were the like the person was dating one and then like left one for the another one to marry them. See which one's the CEO? The person doing the the the, the actions. The CEO has a lack of loyalty. That's all you yeah. need to know. He's the he's the womanizer here in this okay. in this situation. I also feel Damn. like it's a
0: general rule if you're just in the corporate world in general not to really mess with coworkers because that never ends well. But as a CEO, like. I mean, yes. they should like teach you that in CEO Bro. class. He was she somewhere she was
3: angry. I mean, imagine be imagine going into work the next day and everyone knows you got a little pecker. That's <laughs> like that, that would be rough. You that, know what I mean? That's chief, right? Am there. I selling out? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know if they're probably that would be rough. Out. But I
0: feel like that's not the the least of his worries. I right, feel right. like the whole other stuff is a lot worse yeah. than just him having a little dick. Yeah. The board of directors
3: <laughs> can, cannot be happy. Yeah. Either, but, like. Imagine put, put yourself in his shoes for a second though. And it's like, oh my God, maybe actually, you wake up hungover or whatever. Like you don't even know this is going on. You're just like strolling into work, just getting through Dude. half your coffee on the commute. And it's like, you open up your email. It's like, huh?
0: You know what's funny? I just thought of this. So what if they do have a board of directors cause it's a publicly traded company or whatever and they had to read this email. It During the meeting because it isn't like – I feel like those meetings are like documented, right? Dude, like you know they HR have someone over. writing notes and shit. Imagine that being read out loud and someone having to take notes like word for word. Like that's rough. Dude,
1: there's some meetings that like log who's in the room even. Yeah. Like <laughs> – It's crazy.
0: (laughs) They got to release this at the shareholder meeting at the end of the quarter. Google Doc to end lives.
2: What what do you do as HR at that point? Like you're talking about the guy who can fire you.
1: Go somewhere else. Damn. Jump ship. Hop on Indeed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, my boy's got to He's got to move. Pro pro tip: Don't
1: fuck your CEO. There you go. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's Um, on. It's on you. Yeah, I feel like a general rule of thumb, like I said, is just not just go to home. uh just go home after work. Yeah, not just to Stop sh- hanging out with them. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What's that saying? Don't, don't... show where you eat. Yeah, exactly. You you should not do that.
1: Dude, just don't hang out with coworkers. It's easy.
3: Yeah, so moving on. Thanks for the email. Great Yeah,
0: that was, that was crazy. Uh, Jared, I know you also wanted to talk about uh, this weekend really How quickly.
3: It? How about it? We got rained out two weeks ago. It's time. Boys are, uh, boys are coming up to my neck of the woods. or are actually southwest, to be exact. Sorry, I said up. Wow, can't believe it. Triggered. We're going to uh, Downingtown Country Club. Just want to shout out the director of golf there, Andrew Braun. Um, I'm going to introduce you guys when we get there so you get to meet him. Um, gave us Gave us a free round. So we really appreciate it. I'm really excited for you guys to see it. Make sure you take pictures and stuff because it's gonna be, it's gonna be beautiful, and we can't wait to tell you all about it. I broke my driver <laughs> last week. We driver on the fourth <laughs> hole. Oh yeah, so it was a really, really rough the, start to the, the new weekend. One? Yeah, the, at the out. handle, it slipped oh. out of my hands on my backswing, and the
1: top of the handle. Dude, the middle. So oh. physics out the window. The middle of the handle, like I'm talking, right below your double-fisted hand, broke. That's where the driver broke yeah, That's yeah. wild. I was like dude that's a defect bro Like that's not, that doesn't even make
3: sense my back got tight and then like I had a spasm <laughs> And club went out of my hand It just hit the ground mm-hmm. and, I'm so and like sorry. At the very top right under the rubber too Maybe like a half an inch Dude it was crazy And then like I was working out of trouble And then like I missed a two foot putt It was after a good approach
1: Yeah dude and then I was at the beach so much that day I felt like I was doing yard work I didn't even feel like I was golfing I was raking so much I could have raked the Queens Yard of clean of leaves. The amount of rakes that I did at that golf course that day is yeah. unbelievable. I got, the,
3: I got the call from uh, from Golf Galaxy today. Clubs ready to go, so we're ready. Oh, they fixed weekend. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just uh, you know, hundred dollars, whatever. So, but I so, guess so sorry. Don't lose your club. Moral of the story. But you know, it'll be back and better than ever this weekend, and uh, we're really Maybe. excited about that. <sighs> and you know what we're going to be doing? May, uh, you making fun of me right now? No, I see. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What we're going to be doing is drinking a lot of beer. Yeah, is that what are you're going to That's say? That's exactly where I was going. All, All right, right. Perfect. 100%. There you go. Took us a while, but we got there, boys. Okay. So we do have pinecone from, uh, New Trail Brewing Company. I believe it's in Williamsport, if memory serves me right. Um, pinecone. When Jared first, uh, showed me this beer, I was a little skeptical. Uh, first off, cause, you know, pine cones, I feel like, you just don't eat pine cones, right? Is that pretty standard amongst everyone as a kid? Yeah, you just yeah, exactly. But you don't eat them though. So it's a uh, it's a hazy double IPA, again brewed by New Trail Brewing Company. Which you know what? I feel like um, the last couple of beers I've tried from them have been really good.
1: Yeah, they're getting uh, up there. They're getting up to D two. Can's I think. pretty
0: cool though. I mean, it's like more standard. There's nothing really too special about the can. Uh, it has some pine cones on it, which is pretty cool and. I actually do like the background color they chose. It's almost like a sandy color against some pine cones, which obviously you don't see because there's no pine cones on the beach. Uh but it's eight point eight percent. Uh so it, it's it's definitely pretty up there. It has notes of deep citrus, rich pine, and dark resin. Dank. Uh the danky of the danks. Uh, it's got some good hops in there, some citrus, some cascades, so some centennial, chinook and crystal hops. Uh, this is actually a really good beer. Again, I was very worried when Jared first brought this, but uh, but I actually enjoyed it a lot. It was like a Christmas decoration on the can. I mean, drinkability is pretty high for me at eight point eight percent. I could yeah. I could throw back a lot of these as long as they stay cold. Uh, the can's pretty cool. Uh, so I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go with a uh, seven three. 7.3. Yeah, it's a really, uh, really, really solid beer.
2: All right. Um, so I really like the uh, the pine and the dank resin notes. It really kind of gives it a, a very – I don't know how to explain it other than kind of like syrup, sappy, syrupy type taste. And I, I love that we're just going into fall and, and that's uh, it's kind of the mood right now. So – Frank, I'm going to be very close to you. I'm going to be a little bit lower. I'm going to give a 7.0 flat. Um, Does uh has a bit of an aftertaste that I do like, but it also kind of lingers a little bit. The piney kind
0: of comes in. Yeah,
2: so that's where like the sappy is, right? You're playing with pine cones and stuff. You get on your fingers and shit, and lasts forever until you wash your hands. Like three hours later, (laughs) (laughs) ends up in your mouth though. So 7.0, it is very delicious. just some aftertaste that, that I'm confused.
3: Chantide, do a, a scene of a scene.
0: Sick.
1: What? <laughs> okay. All right. Gets that. Everybody shut up. Gets that. <laughs> My turn. So, I like this beer actually a lot. And the design on the side is pretty dope. They have it like built out like some type of Google map on like the volume and what's in it and 8.5 because it hurts a little Ooh. bit but like you kn- I have one reason. I sometimes when I drink something you ever like think of a perfect scenario where it would exist and you like then use it for that. A Sunday morning I'm ready to hurt before the games, maybe a stressful day of betting, starting with this early, hazy, fruity. I feel dude, 9% that bite would be t- it would taste phenomenal. Nice crisp fall morning, yes. Sunday football. Totally trying agree Trying to get with after that. it.
0: I think like 60, like 60 to 65 degrees outside on a, on a fall morning. That's when this beer is going to taste. You're there its with best. me. Pass yeah, me one. No, I feel that.
3: I feel like this would taste better out of a glass too. Like a proper, a proper pour.
0: Um, I feel like all beers do.
3: I'm a little disappointed that I don't really taste the pine. Really? Um, I'm just getting I'm just getting smoked by a dry citrus flavor. You no never you really never know.
2: licked a pine
3: tree when you were younger? No. Nah. I'll believe
1: you. Yeah. <laughs> but like
3: I've, I've like smelled my pine tar bad enough close plenty of times that it's like maybe a little's got in my mouth every once in a while. <laughs> okay. So like you just... It's a good smell. Bro,
0: are it's... you even a baseball player if you don't like the pine tar? Did you even have Tommy John?
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Did you
0: even play baseball?
3: No. I'm a golfer now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all, it just is like a dry citrus flavor to me, so I'm a little disappointed. And um, I'm going with a 5.4 just because it just oh. – I don't really taste what I want it to. I'm just a little let down.
0: But. Yeah. All right. Damn. So that is it. Um, Nikki Q, run the numbers to see if this is lunch beers approved. Uh, but moving on though, we're going to go to our sports. Uh, I know Jared wanted to, uh, to bring up something in the baseball world, keeping with the baseball topic
3: about it. Um, what would you guys do if you caught a historical home run ball? I mean, Albert's two away from 700 and judge hit 60 last night. You know, he's probably going to, you know, he's breaking Maris's record this week, most likely. What would you do if you caught the ball? Would you just give it back?
1: No. No. I'm running the Yankees for a Joey Gallo contract. I want 10 mil. mil. Or I'll destroy it in the stadium. Like, I will just start...
0: I will take a shit on this (laughs) ball right now.
1: I will ruin this ball on public TV to the point where you could never even convince people it didn't happen.
3: You could do that to Aaron Judge, though.
1: Capitalism.
3: Aaron Judge is going to hit five more. I,
2: I, I feel like your chances of winning the lottery and your chances of winning the historic level ball coming to you a-o <laughs> and you catching it is that ball coming is, is, on you oh, yeah oh, is dude. is so i feel like winning so the lottery funny, is huh? easier the <laughs> winning the lot- lottery is easier than than being in
3: that position at that time dude i don't know There's that Zach you got Campbell. no hands Stack Hample guy that catches like all these crazy historic home run balls dude he's like is he a dude at that chicago baseball. or something um, I don't know. No, that's the that's a different guy. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that yeah. guy sucks, too. That guy's different. I'll out-catch you any but day. He, he, like, literally is, like, banned from stadiums from, like, all the shit that he does and these home run balls <laughs> that he gets. So, but you are right, though. Like, it's a lottery ticket ball. I think the one that he hit last night is, like, valued between, like, a $100 dollars and $150,000.
1: Dude, Frankie's tweet, bro. They said, oh, the quote, our experts, end quote, experts, value this somewhere between 50 and $500,000. Yeah. I tweeted Frank, I was like, and the weather tomorrow will be somewhere between 32 and 96 degrees. Like, yeah, like, dude,
0: like, who are, are these say? experts that just came up with this range? Like, no fucking shit this ball's gonna be worth in that. R- <laughs> it was like the broadest range ever. Ridiculous. It was unreal. Ridiculous. Like, I could have been the expert. Like,
3: you they just you asked do? me the
1: question. How many Ethereums?
3: You know it. what you do? You just, get, you just get another one, you scuff it up, you give it to Judge, and, and then, like, you have him sign, like, oh, I have this one from, like, another game I came to that I caught because you sign it, and then you keep it, and then you get it authenticated, and then you have the 60-second Aaron Judge signed I feel like
0: game. I feel like moving forward, these next couple Judge home runs are going to be highly documented on camera, so it would be pretty
1: yeah. hard to fake it. Yeah, the person who catches it is going to die. They're going to go missing.
3: Balls? Honestly, though... I think like if I, you know, had the 1300 dollars to sit in the bleachers tonight, I would probably just like if I caught it like can I just get like around the BP. Ugh.
0: Dude, I feel like Take if you dude, if you're drunk, because right The last home run that Judge hit, there was a huge dog pile. If you're drunk, like you're going to get reckless. Like I was in the stadium for uh Alex Rodriguez when he was in like the high 600s. I think he was at like 6, I don't know, 94 and I was drunk talking to myself the things I would do to get this home run ball (laughs) – like you just Psychopath. convince yourself to do these things. <laughs> He's like, "Where's my line? Where's my line?" <laughs> it's yes, right. seriously. Especially if it goes into the bullpen. Like, are you jumping down, risking breaking your ankles or legs to feel like get they this take ball it from
1: you? If you do that,
0: I don't know, dude. If you have this, so if you jump down, you break both your ankles, but you have this ball in your grasp. You think they could take it from They're you? They're
1: gonna be like, "It landed on an our property that you're not supposed to be on. We're not gonna pay your medical bills, and we're also gonna assault you you're on your way out."
3: That's tough, bro. You're in the
1: bullpen. You're not in the stands. No, I'm saying, would you you
3: you jump? I I wouldn't be in here fighting it again. It's
1: it's on camera. (laughs) No, but mine.
3: You're going for the. Dude, did you see when You got OJ's lawyer, bro? Caught it. His back was like crushed (laughs) and bent over the flower bed as he's getting. Yeah, but he's talking about being inside the bullpen. Dude, that could happen. You're there catching. Think it, about right? it.
0: He's right, though. They have to physically assault bullpen, you to get it off of you.
3: The bullpen is like right <laughs> here in front of you. So if you're standing it's like, there,
0: who knows? We're in a legal conundrum.
3: Just reaching over to snag it, and no one pushes me. I'm not going to fall over. Like I can. No, but reach I, I was saying.
0: I was saying, what if you jump down, break both your ankles? Oh,
3: to catch it. Yeah, and I well, mean, you don't catch it, but you you're just on SportsCenter top ten forever. I, I
2: feel yeah. like you're breaking even on the uh, value of the ball versus the yeah. broken ankles. You ankle just want to make surgery. sure you do
3: not. Like, if there's a guy warming up in the pen. Do Depends not hit on your insurance, because then you're getting sued
0: for sure. Yeah. yeah. To, okay. To
2: answer your question directly, Jared, I'm selling the ball. Okay. Perfect. Fine. I so, like that.
3: Real, uh, real quick, but you guys didn't know this. Uh, on this date, 2001, Mike Piazza hit the home run that came when when baseball came back in New York. How much do you think? How much do you think that ball is worth right now? Twenty five. Who knows, That man. home run was sick. Yeah, it was. The ball was sick. Just in New York. Okay. Twenty five. Shout out to all the guys that didn't get drafted and whatnot and turned out good. Mike Piazza.
0: NFL recap from last week. Uh, no one cares about the Mike Piazza ball that he hit fucking twenty years ago. At this point, it seems like old. Um, <laughs> but uh, NFL recap. We have to talk about some games I wish we could talk about them all but we'll start with the Chiefs Chargers from uh, last Thursday night and I must say the Amazon Prime next gen stream was unreal they had the all 22 camera angle they had um, the route trees ran by the receivers during the play I like I don't know how you can watch the stream moving forward any other way that was so cool I loved it so much and it was an amazing game to have it for
1: I, uh, I didn't actually see the stream. You told me about it. I didn't set the TV up. Tyler did that day because he was down there first, so I didn't see the options. But is that every Thursday night?
0: Yeah, so – well, so, it's funny too because they had a couple streams. Dude Perfect stream for the younger kids, but uh, fuck them because yeah,
1: no. – It's like the Nickelodeon where they put the slime yeah. up when Hopkins catches. the So they it. had Touchdown. that.
0: They had um, like a stat stream where it was the same exact – Everything was exactly the same, but they had just stats on the side oh, of the so you window. don't need
1: your ESPN app open.
0: Yeah, and then they That's had nice. the next-gen stats stream, and that was the money one. It, it's I like, highly, highly, highly recommend it.
2: it. It's upsetting I'm getting to this point, but, like, I didn't really know that Amazon was hosting Thursday nights. So I couldn't find the fucking game on oh, cable, cable bars, television. Stuff, bro. Like, cable Amazon, television. Right? But I have Amazon sign-ins for this Thursday. I'm very excited to check this you out. You didn't watch the game on Thursday? No, dude. Wow, you missed the doozy. Talking, oh. about, talking to the lady. Yeah, that, so speaking, that was my night Thursday. Yeah, speaking about the game. Awful. Uh
0: awful. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Justin Herbert outplayed Patrick Mahomes. Really? But it's just Justin Herbert, as a starter, is 16-18, and 18, and it's wild to think that because yeah. the Chargers just find – Weird ways to lose. So that pick six, <clears throat> what was it? The tight end, Gerald Everett, he was extremely gassed. He was motioning to come out. Brandon Staley wanted to run up-tempo, so he did not allow anyone to come off the field. Next thing you know, he lazily, I don't even know if that's a word, but he just runs this route in extremely slow motion, and it's a pick six. That was the difference in this game. Dude, that was brutal. Dude, Watch. without that pick six... The Chargers win what 27 21 24 21 that was just
3: tough man Jalen Watson was like working at Wendy's a couple months ago too that's the
1: dude that picked it off right yeah. I saw that he was like sitting there with like a crazy pick we just witnessed okay. and it was like used to ring up number fours like I was like
3: bro what dude I know I was I was very sad because I had good for him though
0: Chargers covered though
3: yeah, they did, the and the and if you I did it too. I did the little teaser, even though I don't usually do this, but I couldn't see the game not getting over forty-seven and a half, and Chargers covering ten and a half. So that was like a fun little sweat right there. And the the pick six helped. The garbage time touchdown obviously was huge for if you had the four and a half. to you know it was twitty, twiddling all around four four and a half. Um, but that was that was a fun game, and that really set the standard for just the chaos that we saw this weekend.
0: Yeah, moving on to some more chaos, Jets and Browns. That was another chaotic game. I think uh, Jets won 30 but the Browns were up, I don't know, what, two like 30? Two scores? Yeah, two, two scores. Like
3: a minute if, Nick Chubb, or if Nick
0: Chubb, instead of running into the end zone, if he just takes a knee at the one and <clears throat> you know gets the first down and lets it run – Oh my God! This, you know what? I might have to dock some points off this beer because it's making me burp. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was another chaotic game. The Jets being down as much as they they were, and then Joe Flacco, out of all people, leading the comeback. The Russian assassin himself. Yeah. <laughs> Third
3: place in passing yards right now in the
2: NFL. Guys, I just want to say the Falcons last year were like my shitty team that beat all the other teams randomly. Bet. I feel like the Jets are going to be those guys. I feel like they're going to be contentious throughout the entire league. And uh I'm really just hoping that they have like a really good run throughout the season. They're just looking like they're consistently barely going to win. And that's good for the spread. I don't know. Uh,
1: I mean, they've had like a week of good football-ish. If,
3: if ish. If like week, it's like... week two. You
2: don't know. But I think it could happen. Uh, I, well, okay.
3: The, they're the, the Jets. The, world. the Browns deserve to lose that game. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck Browns. Fans. I agree with that statement. Fuck all of them, you know, with their little Sean Watson. That <laughs> just weird. James yeah. They're not Very cool. Very weird.
1: Yeah, you know There's I mean? a bad not area. That's,
3: mm-hmm. not, that's not how we want to, like, raise our kids and portray our women in this country. And then you know what? I used to feel bad for them that they didn't get to go see when they made the playoffs for the first time in, like, 20 years because of COVID, but now I am happy they didn't get to go because they don't deserve deserve success. (laughs) Okay,
0: another crazy game from this weekend. It involves some heartbreak of our very own Jerry Cosa. The Dolphins and Ravens game, again, a huge comeback uh, by the Dolphins. I believe in the fourth quarter they were down, I don't know, 30-17 to maybe?
3: Uh, I think Does that it sound was, right? uh, I think it was like 31 to 14
0: Tua ended up with six touchdowns for almost 500 yards passing. Right. Was that what it was? Uh, uh I think it was Jerry, over 500. Oh. How, how do you feel about that?
3: Well, I'll tell you, what. I just want to thank DraftKings for having the uh, early 10 point lead payout because if they didn't, I probably would like would have got so drunk that I would still be hung over today. Um, That was pretty depressing. All you can really do, though, is tip your cap to Tua because he played awesome. Pretty proud of the way that the Ravens' offense showed up. I think we saw a lot of really good things. They moved the ball really well. Lamar threw way better balls than he was throwing against the Jets, that's for sure, against a good football team. Um, I mean, Tua looked awesome. He was throwing the balls through tight windows, and the Dolphins kind of looked scary there. I mean, the Ravens were playing back in their heels, and Tua was throwing the ball. You know, in the tight windows, beaten zone, beaten man, it it blitz, He like, it didn't matter. Like, whatever they threw at him, he was overcoming and, and performing, so you kind of just got to tip your cap, say what the fuck defense, and, uh, you know, go to New England this week and see what they can do.
0: Okay, uh, moving on to some games we wanted to preview. Uh, some big ones on the Dolphin train, we'll just keep it going. Bill's Dolphins this week. I believe the Dolphins are five-point underdogs. Yep. I'm excited for that uh, game. 5.00 dogs. Uh, I saw someone. They essentially compared the stats between Josh Allen, Tua, uh, Devin Singletary, I think Mostert, and Stefan Diggs and Tyreek Hill. And they were almost identical. It was kind of actually really weird. Uh, how close they were in stats but this is probably yeah I would say the biggest game of the weekend what both teams are 2 and 0 right I think Miami will
3: be jumping after a big win on the road yeah. this week too and then
0: uh I think they're going to
3: yeah they're they're in Miami yep. right but it's yeah. also you got to like this game's weird man I mean I kind of want to take the points to Miami at home but then I'm also thinking that the Bills just took out the the Super Bowl champs and the number 1 seed in the AFC like they were like it it was like a 12th grader playing against pee wee football kids like it, they they demolished yeah. their opponents
0: Yeah the only thing I'm worried about that game is the uh the dolphins defense which is extremely suspect and I feel like towards the end of the game when they need to have a long drive uh to keep the ball out of the dolphins hands Josh Allen will make that happen regardless of what he has to do, whether it's a pass, whether if, you know, it's him running himself, I feel like he'll keep the ball out of the Dolphins hands at the end of the game to win. But I also kind of feel like dude, a home underdog getting six points. I mean that's pretty that's pretty right. juicy. I wait for that the might
2: to bet that up, maybe that
0: might be some you guys. Oh, te- if it if it gets a seven, it's an auto bet.
3: Yeah, auto yeah. bet. I am mean, not even six and a half. Even
2: that might be some you just tease up a little bit. I feel like those two oh, teams Nikki, are going to be Nikki teasers. Very, yeah, I'm a fucking cock tease as it is, but. Hey. um <laughs> I feel like that, that game is just going to be a fucking dogfight, and I'm so excited for it. So who knows who could win, but take your bets. Yeah, I wouldn't
3: mind teasing the Bills down to a pick right now with, like, an Eagles. I mean, both row teams, but I still I like them both to win. Um, what about the total in that game, Fifty-two and a half. I think, over. I mean, there's there's been a lot yeah, of unders. I'm taking the over. There's been a lot of unders, and, you know, if we do think the Dolphins are going to cover, they're going to have to score. And I think, you know, we, we, it's going to be fireworks. That's going to be a fun game. Uh, yeah. Okay. anything like Ravens, Ravens, Dolphins, it's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah. So another game we want to talk about Rams Cardinals, a, uh, NFC West matchup. Uh, a lot of people came into the season thinking the NFC West was the best division in football, you know, compared with the AFC West, of course, uh, haven't been doing too well. Both teams have been uh, struggling a bit. Uh, they come up and I believe this game is in Glendale, Arizona. So, the Cardinals are home. Rams are visiting. What do you guys think?
3: Um, I think the Cardinals got a gift last week on that bullshit PI call against Zach Ertz in the end zone. Barely touched him. Um, but a wild win for them. And you know, nobody knows about the Stafford injury yet. It is It is at home. Murray was looking pretty crazy, moving all around when he was taking a lot of pressure from Vegas last Sunday. But I feel like the Rams might slack off in this spot a little bit. Just like they, I mean, they almost lost to Atlanta. Um, Frank, good call all over it. I was sweating them in Survivor. And then you have the fact that Murray is 17 10 and 1 ETS as a dog in his NFL career against opponents 500 or fewer. So early in the season, but that spot applies right there. I think Rams win, but I would definitely probably take the points with Arizona.
2: I, I think that the uh, scramble by Kyler Murray in the last game kind of defines their entire team as a whole. So I I really just want to take um, the Rams here and just fucking – I feel like they're way more consistent and Arizona does weird shit that wins them games. But I'd rather just go with a team that I know can do what they're capable of doing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I feel like when Kyler Murray gets into his zone, he's a cheat code, but Cooper Cup is also a cheat code. Uh, so yeah, moving on. It is
3: Co- revenge Cod
2: Co- 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 Beta just came out. So. Cod Beta, true. There's Rays. that number. But
3: revenge spot too. So good, going to be a good game.
0: Yep, that's true. Uh, the big NFC matchup this week, a lot of people have predicted this as the uh, NFC Conference Championship game. Uh, sorry, the NFC Championship game. Packers, Bucks.
2: Absolute under. No,
0: under. under. Eagles,
2: Eagles. Absolute yeah. under. Eagles look
0: real. Gre- Green Bay is struggling to score right now
2: and they might do well and they might score decently because the Bucks don't have as many offensive weapons right now. But the Bucks don't have many offensive weapons right now. And that's just what it is. So I don't think the Bucks are really going to go anywhere. And I don't think Green Bay is going to really do anything fantastic. Nikki Q, am not.
0: I'm not sure what you just said about offensive weapons, but I'm just going to roll with but, it, bud. But Bucks it's have, in Tampa Bay. Bucks have a ton of guys out. Yeah, it's in Tampa Bay. Right? I, I feel what you're. You know what? I feel it, man. I feel it. Uh, I do like that analysis. Uh, last game that I do want to touch on, big one for the NFC Beast because we're back, baby. Uh-huh. Cowboys Giants in MetLife. How do we feel? I'm Nicky excited Q. And I'm
1: not even a Washington. I'm, very I'm not excited. even <laughs> – I don't know what's happening.
0: Oh, Dude, the, the Giants could possibly be 3-0. and she-
2: Very possibly. I mean their backup QB is actually doing a little bit of work for the Cowboys. Yeah. And yeah, they, Cooper they, Rush. They have a, uh, a, a very high-end team on top of it. I don't think Dak is the kind of guy who can, who can actually make something happen in the long term. Um so seeing Cooper Rush who's just who just plays his plays, you know what I mean, doesn't do anything drastic like Dak does, uh, high fiving the other team and getting his wrist broken. But um
3: I feel A lot like- of hot takes out of Nick tonight. Yeah, dude. This guy I, is f- just I feel wiling. like it's I
2: feel like it's gonna be very <laughs> close, but I'm taking the Giants on this. Be one. sure
3: to bring up that trade that he proposed. So
0: Okay, well, yeah. So uh yeah, people get blasted. Speaking of that, we're moving go on. G-men. Go Men. Go D Men. Okay, baby. let's go. I got baby. some
3: value on my uh thirty five to one comeback player of the year future, by the way. Fan duel's already offered me a you know, a nice old nice little chunky, so let's Beautiful. go Valley Bullies up.
0: Hell yeah. Uh so moving on to some Survivor Talk. Jared, you wanna to touch on that real quick? Yeah, well, who in
3: God's name are we gonna pick this week? Because <laughs> I mean we just broke down the schedule, but I mean, what is there really to like? Um, I I got one pick left breathing, Frank. What about you?
0: Yeah, so I have two. Uh, you probably shouldn't do this, but I did use the same team week one, and then use two different ones week three. This one's tough, though. I feel like, I mean, the board is looking ripe for some upsets, so this one's going to be a tough week.
3: And the money consensus right now is ridiculous. I mean, according to Vegas stats and information, you have like. We have some favorites. I mean, the Bills are getting over eighty-five percent of money in bets. Same thing. Like, I'll just say that these teams are getting eighty percent or over. The Chiefs, the Eagles, the Chargers, um, and it's just like those are some. Those are, like those are seem like the obvious picks to me, right? Like the Colts look terrible. Why wouldn't we take the Chiefs? Or you have the Chargers against home. Yeah, Herbert's Herb. Oh, it's the Jaguars, but they they look feisty against the Colts. And then, um, I mean, people still have the Ravens. Or the Bills again, on, but that's on the road. I feel right now in my gut, or like the circle I had, and this was the start of the year I was going to fade the Jets. Last week I didn't. I went with the Rams because um, I couldn't trust the Browns without, you know, with with Jacoby Brissett. Um, and but I feel like the Jets, have, the Bengals have their revenge spot. They're going to New York and they're due for a win, and that's where my gut's looking right now. But I'm also very very timid with just what I've seen from the offensive line. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's going to be tough. Survivor, man, it's tough, bro, because you pick these big favorites. You think they're going to win even if they don't cover, and sometimes (laughs) they just kick you in the dick.
1: On top of Survival League, it's always pretty difficult to survive in a fantasy football league. Uh, I know a lot of us have multiple fantasy football leagues, but sometimes it only takes one to really take you out. And we have the recurrence of the Lunch Beers League, same guys, a couple different guys, but a lot of chaos. There's some... Some, some shifty deals, some shady trades, some, some, I don't know what's going on. But there's a lot of trades from, from young Eli's standpoint. Other people have different opinions and that's, that's okay. Cause that's, it's not real. It's, it's fantasy football. But on top of that, we had a pretty productive week. I, uh, on my revenge tour, double Jared's score, 150 to 75. Yeah, that was a brutal beatdown. It's it's actually pretty tough because you know you're you're one of my best friends, and I also crushed the skull of my own father this weekend in fantasy. So you know it was one of those days where you know it's Sunday and I feel good, but I don't. I, it's a little I feel it's a little aggro. I'm like, do I start benching people? We got remember the tight ones. Our boy Kyle, who loves to carry us and scrambles, unfortunately can't play with us this weekend, which I learned from Frank the other day. But we still love you just as much. Taken out your boy Juice by only a couple points, one thirty to one twenty five. Fade Cosa against unsolicited DAC picks. That is our own Nikki Q. Uh, it was a one fifty five to ninety seven. Not ideal, but not not the worst beat of the week. I'm sure. And then we have CDs Nuts. Uh, that's Tyler. Uh, he has the CD's waiver wires because he drops his first-round pick in Najee Harris. And we have two pickets to paradise with young Stefan Vasquez. Another 125, but then 114-odd Tyler. Not a bad showing. Tough break for him, being a Chargers fan with the Herbert injury, but I continue. So then we have uh what many are calling the toilet bowl. The Chicago Bears versus Tony Gawk. Neither team broke 100. The only not-triple-digit game in this entire league. But at the end of the day, Frankie did what he had to do, and he left with the victory. Not everything is pretty, but a W is a W. And then lastly, third and logger Walsh. I got to stop saying Walsh at the end, because his name is just third and logger, but I think he's not very good on ESPN, because he put his name there. But regardless, he dropped 170, beating Troy at 154. Uh Troy had the third highest by point score of the week, but uh Connor Walsh with like seventy points on second highest scoring team this year. Um he did an auto draft this league, he did the other league, but the kid's back and uh he's looking for vengeance like the son that took him out at music fest. So, you know, we'll just see what happens. We're gonna keep riding these Sundays and
0: just keep drinking beer if it's not going too well for you. Uh moving on to our locks of the week. So I'm coming in two and zero on the season. Uh, kind of holding the guys together here. Dirty Birds came through. I thought they were dead in the water. If you check my timeline, I gave up on them. I thought they were D, E, A, D, dead. dead. Um, but they came through. They covered that big old point spread like I knew they were going to. So your boys 2-0. Um, I did originally have uh, another pick on the board, but I'm going to let my guy uh, after this take it. Um, you know, this is tough because Jared just said how much money's on the Chiefs and blah, blah, blah. But this is my don't put too much thought into it, just make the right pick Lock of the week. I'm taking the Chiefs minus five and a half. I don't care that uh, they have all the money on them. I do not care that uh, I'm overreacting. Because I personally think Patrick Mahomes had a shitty game last week. I think he should have not won that game against the Chargers. If you watch the game, you would agree with me. He should have had at least three more interceptions than he did uh, between them not making the right call and penalties. I truly believe that uh, all this sharp money and people being contrarian is just going to, oh, yeah, Colts this, Colts that. Nah, don't overthink it. Chiefs minus five and a half. Book it.
2: All right. Um, one and two right now. Uh, week one was rough. Week two took the Jets plus seven. They won outright. And the Bengals minus six and a half. Fuck you, Bengals, man. I mean, Joe Burr. I thought you were the guy, but it's just not It's not happening. Your O-line is absolutely garbage. So bad. Uh, so bad. I'm so uh, – Pain. Um, and I was following the sharp bets, too, on the Bengals game, so it didn't really work. But um, I'm going to do what I always say I shouldn't do, and I'm going to bet on my own team, the New York football giants. I'm going to take the minus one at minus 112. I believe in my boys, man, Cowboys, backup quarterback. They have a very solid team, but the bull is going to come through for us. So minus one, the bull giants,
1: like minus 112. I'm, um this is crazy. I'm gonna take Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> this, this doesn't feel, I don't feel good about this. But I'm, uh, I'm taking Detroit plus six against Captain Kirk. Um,
3: spicy, dude.
1: yeah, spicy. we saw them literally drop over 70 points on the NFC East in two weeks. And Kirk is a byproduct of the NFC East at this point. So, yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna take the scrappy kids in Detroit, and I don't know. We talked about it downstairs. I don't know what that thing is where you can't see well at night because the lights get real bright. Stigmatism. Yeah, something like that. But Kirk has whatever it is because that man can't perform in prime time. And I just watched him perform like I do with my wedge within 30 yards. So I'm gonna do what every Washington fan who's better should do, and I'm gonna bet on Detroit plus six because I just like the way that. I just like it. There you
3: go. You know he's two. He's two and ten in primetime games, and the two wins are against the Bears. So <laughs> they aren't even real wins. It's like D three wins. Yeah, bro. Pain, pain for Kirk. Um, Winner last week. You know, there we go. A little, little under. A little, little underwear. Got a little sweaty late. Little yeah, commando. Yeah, we're coming back. We're coming back with uh, with another Packers game. I'm taking them one and a half against uh, Tampa Bay. Packers defense is pretty solid. The only thing they can't do is stop the run. So. I think you know, just Lazard coming back. Offense looked a little better last week. Obviously, it was against a bad team, but I think they'll keep it rolling. Uh, and the woes in Tampa Bay are about to begin. So that's uh, th- those are the locks. You know, do do with that what you will. With
2: that being said, guys, check us out on all socials at Lunchbeers Pod and www.lunchbeerspodcast dot com we will see you next week have a good one peace out